five creative exercises to help make you a more productive artist. Number one, head out for a solitary walk. There are so many voices screaming for attention in most of our lives. Sometimes we need to learn to tune them out if we are to be creative and productive. It might seem counterproductive to go out walking instead of working, but nothing could be further from the truth. The German philosopher J.G. Heyman wrote, When I rest my feet, my mind also ceases to function. Where you go is less important than how you go about it. It makes sense that if you're planning on painting a landscape or seascape, that you go to familiar scenes in nature. But in general, it may not matter. It's best to try and clear your mind of the usual clutter. Walking is like meditation and an opportunity to be mindful. If you need a place to start, you could think about the things you are grateful for in your life. Something about our feet moving along the ground helps us to feel more grounded. It also helps artists and photographers build up a bank of images, as if our minds are unconsciously shooting video or taking photographs. We need to really see the world around us. As Mary Oliver put it, the world offers itself to your imagination, announcing over and over your place in the family of things. Number two, write a timeline of the decade you are in right now. Some people recommend writing a timeline of your whole life up to this point, around 5,000 to 20,000 words. While this is far too long for most of us, the general idea is brilliant for creativity and productivity. Including the decade you are in, or an outline of where you are right now, is enough. It needn't take too long to have the desired effect. For example, you could start like this. In my 30s, I feel. The most significant events in the last year have been. What drives me most at this point in my life is. My attitude to my art right now is some thoughtful reflection on our present needs, desires and wishes help us recover our sense of self and can serve as an inspiration for what we want to do with our art. The Sufi mystic Rumi put it perfectly in these beautiful lines. You already have the precious mixture that will make you well. Use it. An artist could substitute you well with your art. Number three, practice the deathbed meditation. This isn't as morbid as it might sound. It's a way of discovering what you really want in your heart of hearts. Find somewhere comfortable and quiet to sit. Close your eyes and imagine yourself on your deathbed, surrounded by your loved ones. As you reflect back on your life, consider what your biggest regrets are. What do you wish you'd spent more time doing? What do you wish you'd spent less time doing? Think specifically about your art. What do you wish you'd done with your artistic gift? What should you have painted more of? What mediums and techniques would you like to have more of? What subjects should you have studied more of? How would you like your art to be remembered? Now open your eyes and start noting down your answers to these questions. You should have plenty of material. Number four, try on colors that you never wear. Most of us have an inbuilt preference for certain colors, and this is reflected in our fashion and our paint choices. We might think that red is too tacky, or that orange is too loud or gaudy, 
Even artists fall into this trap, which is palette limiting to say the least. Why not try wearing a color you never wore? Try on a mauve shirt or a lavender dress. People might even tell you it's your color. The effect of this can renew your perspective entirely. It can impact your mind and it might even have you rethinking your palette and mindset. Number five, list five encouraging friends who back your art dreams. Every artist needs to have people who mirror back their positive self-beliefs. It can be a lonely life at times in front of a blank canvas. Think of at least five people, or more if you're very lucky, who support you and are positive about your art, and make positive steps to communicating with them regularly and cultivating the relationship. Friends like these are hard to find, and they act like energy conduits for positivity and productivity, especially when inspiration is drying up. Thank you for listening to this podcast.